someone is sitting in the shade today because someone planted a tree a long time ago. Salute Nation is May 22nd, 2023, 1.22 a.m. on the East Coast, and it's currently 52 degrees. I hear this morning in New York, episode 75. Friday was a good, 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 good show. My opinion. That's all that matters. I know people are thinking, well, isn't it the listeners that make the show? No. No. I still record it, right? No one's listening it until I, after I record it and send it out. So it's still my show. And if I like it, that's all that matters. The bonus is when everybody else likes it. Yes, I'm a cocky son of a bitch. Confident son of a bitch. That's just just the New Yorker in me. Um, I'm not saying I'm 100% confident in everything I do. But what I do, do, I think of myself as pretty good at it. Screenwriting. Right, I'm gonna I'm gonna take you on this journey. Okay, let me let me start from the beginning. Let me start when I was younger. I started in hip hop. Yeah. Someday I will grace you with or bless you <laughs> with lyrics. I don't promote myself as a hip hopper anymore, but I still love hip hop. But lyrically, I was known in New York as the lyrical assassin. I was in a group called the Unknown Soldiers. And then we switched to the Triple Threat and then Rocktown's Finest. Underground. Not independent, but underground. And then from there... We went into, and well, I and my writing partner started doing screenwriting. We got out of the game, and we started doing screenwriting. This was early 2000 now. So from 90, wow, 90-something. Made demos, mixtapes. And then I went into screenwriting. The partner that I was writing with in the group. We all all wrote, wrote our own verses. There was not one prominent writer. But the other writer and myself... He came to me and he was like, yo, look at what I'm looking at or or working on. And I saw the script and I was like, what the fuck is this? He was like, this is a script. I was like, a what? It was like a script, TV script. Movie script. 
obviously TV scripts are different from writing uh, movie scripts, but you know, it, it was the format of 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 a movie script at, initially. And I was like, okay, so fade in, fade outs, interior destination of it, time of day, etc. And then you go with your, you know, the action, and then you go with the dialogue, character, then dialogue. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Intrigue my interest. He was like, so uh, there's this competition that Bravo was doing or holding. You want to come in with me with it? Okay. We have to get this done within a, mo- a week. And I was like, oh, oh, wait, what? He was like, yeah, we, we got to get this done in a week and then send it out. Okay. So the title was called The Barbonis. And it was a comedy about Italian family moved from New York to a, 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 a make-believe village or town in Colorado. He was going to open a pizza shop, you know, typical Italian, right? I mean, my friend is Italian, so <laughs> that's the concept of that. And it was a comedy. It was, you know, good, pretty cool. I enjoyed it. Enjoyed working on it. Of course, this time this was a uh, the 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 craze of 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 reality TV. Even though it's not reality, it's a scripted still. But you know, people believe it's reality, and it's not. Uh, we got the word back that well, we don't qualify because this is for amateur writers. Amateur screenwriters. And my friend and I looked at each other like, um, we're fucking amateurs. What are you talking about? <laughs> so, in short, I responded to this email and I stated my opinion about Bravo. And I stated in this email, for you to decide who is a rookie, a novice, or or, or a non who who is expert, or you know what I mean, it's 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 kind of bullshit. We're in WGA. Writers Guild Association, do you find any of our names? If you can find any of their names, then you can call us to advance for this or expert. Otherwise, if we're not in a WGA, which you will not find, we are novice, rookies. We don't have any credentials in this field. And I said, and doing so, you're going to, you know, you'll find more and more that we are what you're looking for. But I get it. I get it. You you want the real world on Bravo, right? You want this reality bullshit, which will eventually phase out. 
And so will Bravo. Bravo. Idiot. Probably I shouldn't have said it like that, but... <laughs> or, you know, the Bravo idiot. Didn't get any word back from him. Keep in mind, now, now here we are. Reality TV is not what it used to be, right? Sure, you have the Survivor. You have other... You know what I mean? That that consider reality and still not. Still scripted. But where's Bravo? Where's Bravo? I post the rankings of where Bravo's at. It's in Discord. It's in one of the group chats in Discord. They're like ranked 26. 22nd or 26th, maybe 30th. At this time, Bravo was in the top five. Now, I don't want to say that I could see the forecast of someone's future. I, I can't do that. But I definitely knew that Bravo and reality, quote, quote, with the rolling eyes, will fade to where it doesn't even matter. I should respond to that person now, or, or not respond, but send an email. Well, he's probably fired anyways. <laughs> and I should have said in this email, hey, idiot, I told you so. I told you so. P.S. Kiss my white Greek Irish ass. Have a good one. But I'm not going to do that because I'm no longer a screenwriter. I could. I could open up the screenwriter program right now and fade in and then do 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 I have over a lot of scripts <laughs> now keep in mind none of them I sent in afterwards why because I never got over my fear of putting myself out there as a screenwriter same thing with hip hop I got lyrics upon lyrics and of notebooks upon lyrics upon lyrics. And I just don't go out and about and just spit. Still to this day. Now, I don't write lyrics anymore. I'll write a script before I write a lyric. I'd rather listen to lyrics than write my own. But just because of it's it's a, it's one of the skills, like any skill, that you have to sharpen and continue sharpen. That's why greats are the greats, because they continue to do. And I just don't. Now I never, I I will never claim to be the greatest screenwriter or greatest lyricist of all that. Now I would never do that. Even to the performers now and writers now, I, I won't because 
I love it. I do it for the love of art. But that's it. That's as far as where it goes. But I love my time in going to the studio. I enjoyed sitting back, putting a beat on, and just write. I also enjoyed never putting a beat on and just write. I will always be a writer. I mean, I, I fuck up on words, but <laughs> you know, fuck up on names. <laughs> but I will always have that structure of writing because I'm creative, which leads me to then I got into web development, which then got into graphic design, which I'm doing now. And then as well as web designing which is totally different from web development, which is also totally different from graphic design, even though web design and graphic design are pretty much close to equality as well as web development and web design. All three of those factors go into place. But I enjoy it. I enjoy it. I, I, I enjoy everything I've done and continue to do. And... I'm, I can't wait for the future. So that leads me to this point now of saying, yes, I, I'm open for hire for graphic design and web design. You just got to tell me what you want. And then we'll talk about price. <laughs> so now I want to get into the recapping of Black Saturday. It officially returned. On Saturday, over on Raider Ben's channel. It was a heated at times. Certain individual got people upset. I don't condone what he said. But this is what Black Saturday is about. This is what Talking Trash community is all about. You say shit to get on their people's skin. And those that bite it, those that bite and react, that is how you win. If you know you can get into somebody's head and under their skin, you control their motions and their actions. And I'm not saying I'm, I, I, I got a, a force field where I cannot be taken over like that i have a bad temper and loose temper and quick temper that's why i don't get involved into that full track and talking trash and i stick with the chat side of it all <laughs> because i know for a fact that if i get into one of those panels i will lose my shit depends on who said what you know but majority of the people there i, I won't because it's, I, I know what's the attempt, right? If I know your true end game, then there's no reason to respond with a bite because I know deep down inside, you don't mean a jack shit you say. And that's what, you know, that's what it's about. That's what talking trash is about. You get under people's skin and get pe under pe in people's head. You know, so that's all I'm leaving as that. 
If you want to know what the fuck I'm talking about with that, it was on the last live of Raider Ben on Saturday night. It was a very good show. Entertaining. Majority of the time. all The whole time it was entertaining. But it had some moments where it's like, yo, cut that shit out. Cut that shit out. <laughs> Knock it off. <laughs> Uncalled for. 15-yard penalty, unsportsmanly conduct. <laughs> but yeah, it's on Raider Ben's YouTube channel. Go check it out. Always support. You know, it's all love. Uh, obviously, we know the true attention on this one individual to the other, that there is no love to it. And then he told why he said it, and, you know, I already knew. I, that's why I wasn't offended. I knew what this person was trying to do. Because this is what he does. He's part of that community of shit-talking crew. You know what I mean? So that this is what the, he does. And if you can allow him to get in your under your skin knowing that this is what he does. <laughs> of course, the person he was going at initially finally realized that this is talking shit. This is Black Saturday. So he returned the favor and started talking shit. And then the other, another individual, just I'm not going to name any names. You, you'll, you'll see it if you go watch it. Just didn't handle it. Like he took it to offense. And he has every right to. He can, but this is what he they do. This is this is what this night is about. If you can't handle it, don't come. Ben states that countless of times. This is not for everyone. Take heed to that. Take heed to that. If you can't handle it, don't come on and don't 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 go on Saturday nights. Don't follow it. Don't listen to it. Fear the Walking Dead. Season 8, the final season, episode 2. Known as Blue Jay. It's kind of funny, right? The Yankees just got done with the Blue Jays, and this episode comes about. Now, this show, or this episode, was more focused on Dwight and Sherry. Those that are from the Walking Dead universe understands or knows who Dwight and Sherry is. And as well as June. We're the main, you know, characters in this one. Not the only ones, but the main focus. So here's the plot of this episode. After fleeing Padre, June's safety and solitude is threatened by an unwelcome reunion and a desperate father's search for his missing daughter. This episode was a, a bit slower than the first one, or than the last week, but it was impactful. It was impactful. Episode three, known as Odyssey, Odyssey, however, it's O-D-E-S-S-A. 
will be next Sunday, of course, the 28th. I want to switch my attention now to video games. And the one in desperation, now, I don't want to call it desperation, one in hype is the AEW Fight Forever. It's a wrestling game, Ukes and THQ. The rumor is that the release date will be June 27th. However, sources of trust that I follow is still showing it as to be determined. Now, AEW Dynamite is this Wednesday, coming up Wednesday, the 24th. And it's already been leaked that there's more news that Tony Khan want to talk about that he didn't share last week that he want to hold it off to this week, that there's more news. Now, we know that AEW is getting ready to sign a TV deal of five years, whatever. The rumor is billion, $1 billion, which is amazing for a T-shirt company. And I say that with sarcasm. And a diss to people who said that, you know, AEW is a teacher company. As well. <laughs> and that, you know, the, the rumor has it also that um, HBO Max, which will be called Max in tomorrow or the next day. If you have HBO Max, you don't have to worry about it. Everything will be going over. And if you're prompt to download, redownload max and no big deal you just had to put your you know, it's no big deal you're already you know but there's rumor that this part of the deal will be that the pay-per-views will be on max which is cool if that's the case if not then then um i believe the news officially is going to be the announcement of the aew game so the 24th so now, let me continue on with this. Now, even if it's really June 27th as the release date, it is doable by mass media to promote this game in less or close to the date of release, which is the rumors June 27th to June 28th, somewhere around there. Since it's May 22nd, and announcing it on the 24th, if, if it is announced on Dynamite, which is Wednesday on the AEW Dynamite show. That will give four days plus or three days plus a month to promote it heavily. Now I want to talk about more interesting stuff about this leak or rumored release date. The achievements have already been leaked, which is a good sign. Another good sign, and this is this is what makes me think that, yeah, we're getting it very soon, is that um, it is now available for pre-download on the Xbox app, which means that it, someone's playing it. It's being tested. That means that it's coming out very quick. Now, there's other rumors that are stating 
that um, the packages for promotions have already been created and they're ready for the announcement to push it out. So, I mean, it, it's close. Again, if the day of June 27th or the 28th is true, June 27th, my bad, <laughs> is true, then it is very easy to announce it on the 24th, push it heavily. And not once you in that once they at once it's announced, the packaging of of advertising can go out quick. You really need just to you know, especially how YouTube is, um, social media is. You could push advertising quick, very very quick. And considering that AEW is partnership with TBS and TNT, and TNT is like the top five. Um, uh, channels on TV and stuff, it, commercials on that will just keep continuing to flow considering it's the NBA playoffs, right? I, I love this. I'm looking forward to this. Can't wait to play this. Now, I'm still liking WWE 2K23. The DLCs have been fantastic. I love what they're doing with the updates. I love what they're doing with... With adding a couple of free content of characters here and there, and what they're going to continue to do, like the last DLC, DLC number two, you know, they added May Yim and Candace LeRae. Cool. Continue doing that. I'm cool with that. Speaking of the NBA, I'll talk about this before. Um, I hit y'all with a transmission. Sorry, transition. I don't transmission. What the fuck? The NBA playoffs, the conference finals, the best of seven, and the uniqueness of this conference finals on both the East and the West is this could be over within the next two days. Yep. And here's why. In the Eastern Conference, the number eight seed, the Heat, lead the number two seed, the Celtics, three games to zip. That means Heat needs to win one more, and it's a clean sweep. Game four, it's tonight. Or tomorrow night, my bad, on the 23rd. And it's still in Miami. So Miami can close this out in their own court. Over on the Western Conference, the number one seed Nuggets, which I'm happily to say, are leading the number seven seed Lakers three games to zip, which again, like in the East, one more game for the Nuggets, one more win, and it's goodbye LA Queen James. That game four is... Tonight, still in L.A. Now, my predictions of of this series was the Nuggets. I, I rooted for the Nuggets. Of course, I kept saying Nuggets in six. It still could end that way, right? The Lakers can run off three straight games to force a game seven. It's been done. But I also picked the Celtics. 
which are on a game of, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so, could we see two conference sweeps? I'm not sure if this has been done before. I'm I'm really not. I, I didn't dig into it. Um either way it's it's crazy considering that June first begins the NBA finals and this could be done before June first. So that means both teams who go on to the NBA finals are gonna have a long layoff, which is even, right? It's even. Yeah, so I mean it's 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 crazy. It's crazy to think that I mean I'm happy on the Lakers side that they're that they're down old two three. <laughs> I like that. Not the sense against the Lakers. I, I do wanna re reiterate this. I have no beef with the Los Angeles Lakers. Never have, never will. I just don't. My beef with LeBron James is not a beef where I wish him death or harm. I just love picking on him because of it, it's fun. Now I know why people who, when I was, you know, being a Bulls fan and loved Michael Jordan, there were so many people that fucking hated Jordan back in the day. They were like, fuck Jordan, fuck you, fuck you, you asshole, blah, blah, blah. I see why. Yeah, I'm cool admitting that LeBron James is the best player in this era. Sure. Sure. He is. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna doubt that. So, anyways, I'm gonna hit you all with a transition and I'll come back and we'll talk about the Raiders and the Yankees. Be right back. Welcome back, everyone. Now, let's talk about the Raiders. Yeah. The Raiders. I'm not going to go over the rumors. I'm not going to go over, you know, what game we're going to win, what game we're going to lose. I'm not going to do a record prediction. I, I, I can't still just because I don't know what we really have yet. I don't know based on the health of Jimmy G. History points where he's going to get injured again. And I'm willing to say yet it's most likely that he will. He's got to prove that he's not. And he's got to prove that the system that he was once in with, you know, our with McDaniels in New England that he remembers it and he can adapt it and 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 he could prove me wrong as well as everybody else who doubts it wrong. I'm going to root for him. He's a Raider. But I just have my doubts. That's all. I can't give a prediction, like I said, just because I can't. There's so many holes that need to be filled that and questions that need to be answered and I this is probably the first year in a long time that I can remember that cannot give an honest logical prediction I just can't 
But what I can do is talk about the facts. And the facts is, is that on the 19th, Raiders sign guard Greg Van Rotten. Nine years, eight to nine year vet, 6'3", 6'4", 295, 305 pounds, 33 years old. Last year he played for the Bills. He's also played for the Jets, Panthers, and Packers. 93 games, 54 starts, three forced fumbles, or three fumbles recovery. And then in 2016, he played in the CFL for Toronto, where he played in 15 games and started all 15 games, which means 108 pro football games, 69 starts. Last year with the Bulls, 16 games. He started four. 354 offensive snaps played. Get this. Only three penalties. Zero sacks allowed. Good, good. I'm not saying he's coming in to start, but he's definitely can fill in the hole of guard just in case. Definitely a a quality addition. Protection is important. It all starts in the trenches. And if anybody that tells you that in football, it does not start in the trenches, they are fucking retarded. You're welcome. That's all pretty much all the Raider news. So now we could talk about, or my bad, I could talk about the Yankees. Which, I love the Yankees just as much as I love the Raiders. I'm okay admitting that. I know some Raider fans out there, no, 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 you can't say that. It's all about the shield. Nothing else matters. You are a blind buffoon that thinks that the shield means more to everybody. I love the shield. I love the Raiders. But guess what? Fruitcake. That Yankee emblem has just as much history has just so much world dominance and acknowledgments and, quite frankly, accomplishments more than the Raiders. Facts. Facts. In American sports, and I'm going to include NHL, Yankees have the most titles, most pennants. Their Hall of Fame, the Hall of Fame in baseball, has more Yankees than anybody else. I, you're more welcome to try to debate that. And you're more welcome to say I'm not a true Raider fan if I think this. I love the Raiders. The Raiders, will, to me, will always be my favorite football team. I should add to you because (laughs) I'm a Raider, but I'm a Yankee. I'm a Yankee as well. 
I wear my bowl sleeve. I wear my Georgetown Hoya sleeve. I wear my Notre Dame Fighting Irish sleeve. I wear my Yankee sleeve. And I wear my fucking Raiders sleeve with fucking pride. I don't need a tattoo to prove it. But my heart proves everything. And those that offended by this, I got two words for you, and I'm going to steal it from DX. Suck it. <laughs> Again, I don't give a fuck what your opinion is. I say what I say, do what I do. You have two choices. Or three. Like it. Hate it. Or come fight me for it. If anyone that doubts my Raiderhood wants to come and take any Raider jersey off me, please try. Please try. I give you this open invitation. Please try. Please try. But know that my response to you will be, you fucked up. You fucked up. Anyways. Moving on to the Yankees, the greatest sports organization in awe of it. Did that offend you? Good. I don't care. <laughs> but anyways, I love all of my teams equally, so I do. I love my Raiders. I love my Bulls. I love my Irish. Love my Hoyas, love my Yankees, definitely love my Raiders. So injury updates. It's pretty much been the same as Friday show. But the roster moves have been different. Severino returns. He got the start on Sunday's game, yesterday's game. I'll go over that in a little bit. And Hicks. Hicks is no longer a Yankee. <sighs> Thank fucking God. Again, I'll go over that a little later as well. Brito. Or Brito. Or Brito. Who I hyped up in the beginning of the year. Who did do good in the first couple of starts. Then got sent down, then got re-back up, and after that, he's been fucking terrible. They sent him back down. Of course, he's 25, 24, 25 years old. He's got five pitches. He needs to work on developing that put-out pitch better or just grow some fucking balls. I'll go over that a little later as well. Three games set with the Reds, the Cincinnati Reds, the 19th through the 21st in Cincinnati. My prediction for this series was that Raiders, or yeah, Raiders, was that Yankees were going to win two games to one. I don't know why I put the Raiders there at that moment. Obviously, maybe it proves that I'm more of a Raider than a Yankee, but <laughs> I love them all equally. But yeah. So I gave a prediction that the Yankees, I almost said Raiders again, 
we're going to win two games to one. And they did. They won the series. It was also a Yankee sweep. Yankees swept the Reds. I did not think the Yankees were going to sweep them, but they did. This is the second sweep of the season. The first one came against the A's. Yankee series count now is nine series wins, four series losses, and three series ties. So now let's talk about the three-game set. The 19th, the first of three, Yankees won 6-2. Yankees out hit the Reds 7-6. Yankees added four walks, but strike it out 10 times. And going two for five with runners in scoring positions. Rizzo went two for four. Bader, Judge, Valape, Cabrera, and Kyle Higashika with one hit each. Yankees added two home runs in this one. Judge added his 13th, and Rizzo added his 10th. Yankees used five pitchers, starting with Schmidt, who got the W. He pitched pretty good in this one. Two for four, his record, two for two and four. Went five innings, allowed five hits, giving up two runs, all earned, walking two, striking out six. ERA now at six even. Cadero got his second hold. Abreu got his third hold. And Peralta with the fourth hold. Ramirez also saw action in this, but did his job. Pitching totals in this game by the Yankees. Nine innings, six hits, two runs, all earned. Walked five, striking out 11. Now we go to game two. Two or three, the 20th. Yankees won seven to four. It took 10 innings. Yankees out hit the Reds 13 to five. Also adding one walk. But strike it on nine times. Yankees added two home runs to Reds one. Also, this was the last game with Hicks. This was also the beginning career for catcher Ben Wartovit, however you say, R-O-R-T-V-D-T. And this also was the last game of Brittle, a.k.a. Brittle. Yankees went 4 for 12, or my bad, 4 for 10 with runners in scoring position. Judge went 4 for 4. Torres, Rizzo, and Ben Warvidit with two hits each. LeMayu, Bader, and Kiner Felfa with one hit each. The two home runs came from Kiner Felfa with his second, and Rizzo added his 11th. Yankees, again, used five pitchers, starting with Brittle. Pitching four innings, four runs, all earned, one home run, walk four, striking out six. ERA is now 5.58. Mariaccio and King combined for four innings, solid work. That helped Holmes get the W, two, two, two and two on the season, and Weber getting his first save. Yankee pitching totals, 10 innings, 
five hits, four runs, all earned walk six, striking out 14 plus that one home run. And then yesterday, the 21st, game three of three, Yankees won four to one. It was a sweep, thank God. Yankees are Rebs tied with six hits each. Yankees also walked three times, but striking out 11 times, by the way. Yankees also added two home runs. Judge got the day off. Torres, Rizzo, Calhoun, Bader, and Allen. Bader, Allen, and Velope equaled the six hits. The Yankees went one for three with runners in scoring position, and the two home runs came from Bader, his fourth, and Torres with his seventh. The Yankees used five pitchers again. Seems to be a fucking normal thing. Severino got his first start. He made his first debut of the 2023 season, and he pitched pretty good. He, of course, he was on the pitch count. So he pitched 4.2 innings, allowed four hits, one run, which was earned, walk one, striking out five. His ERA is at 1.93. It was a promising debut. I, I look forward to his second start. Hold number five for Peralta. Abreu gets the W. He's two and one. Cordero with his hold number three. And Holmes getting his fifth save on the season. Yankee pitching totals, nine innings, six hits, one run, which was earned. Walk two, striking out eight. Yankees are now 29 and 20. Third place in the AL East. Three games back from the second place O's, which is Baltimore Orioles. And five and a half games back from the first place Rays. Eight and two in the last 10, which is, they've been hot. Next up, speaking of the A's, or the O's, this is their next game. Starting Tuesday, so they got a day off today on Monday. Starting Tuesday is the 23rd through the 25th, three game set. Yankees return home to face the 31 and 16th second place in the East. The 7 and 3 in their last 10, Baltimore Orioles, the O's, in a three game set again. This is the second series between these two teams this season. Yankees won that three game series in Baltimore from April 7th through the 9th, 2 to 1. Uh, my prediction for this. I got Yankees to win two to one. I mean, even though both teams are coming in hot, Yankees just seem to always have Baltimore's number. Now, I think Baltimore is an up-and-coming team. I just don't think they're there yet. I think once the Yankees get healthy, they're just going to start running. Um, I want to talk more about the Hicks now. I'm happy that he's gone. It's eight years he's been on the franchise. Eight years. Eight years with only one to maybe three years of that being solid or okay work. He was always injured, and he just, he was more good with his glove. And I'm just glad he's finally gone. I'm just glad. 
Now I want to talk about the Brito. Brito. I shouldn't I shouldn't pick on him yet. He's 25. He's still young. Went three for three. Or three wins, three losses. ERA at 5.58. Now some people are like, well, what about Schmidt? Right? Schmidt's two for two and four with a six flat ERA. The difference is is Schmidt has been looking better the last three outings. Well, a couple outings. Right? Where Brito hasn't. He's soon after he made his good initial mark on the Yankees in the opening years or up opening seasons or opening the season. <laughs> he's been terrible since. Like terrible. So that's why. So 10 games, 3-3, three and three. 5.58 ERA, 9 starts, 30 Ks, 40.1 innings pitch, 1.49 whip, which is not that bad. It's not good, but not that bad. 42 hits in 40.1 innings, 25 earned runs, 18 walks, 7 home runs. He uses five pitches. He's got the sinker and the changeup, which is he uses 30 to 35% of the time. Both of them equally. He's got a fastball, which is about 98 to 96 to 99 miles an hour. Bad control in the pros, pretty good in the minors in control. He just doesn't, I, I, he's probably too anxious, too pumped up. He can't control it. Uh, but it, that's his third most used pitch is the fastball. Obviously, he was using the fastball because he wasn't connecting with the, uh, you know, the, the spots. So he relied on the, the, the change-ups and, and the sinkers, so the breaking balls. Oh, wait, no. Third pitch was the curveball that he used the most. So, again, the breaking ball, the sinkers, the change-ups. His fourth pitch that he used was the fastball, his four-seamer. Again, 96 to 98 miles an hour fastball. He just didn't cut it. He He just, you know. His fifth pitch, which used limit. Was a slider. Um, his control sucks, and he looked timid after his two to three first starts. Um, where he looked poised. So I mean, yeah, could he get it again? Listen, you can't give up on him. I know when I'm pissed off after he fucks up, I, I get pissed off and I say stupid shit. But he's 25. Can he develop? Yeah, if you're already got five pitches to your arsenal. You just have to know how to fucking use it. I, I get that you want to, but now I think if he was using his control better, if you if he was having his control better, poise, calm, which comes in time, which comes in practice, which comes in, and I don't mean practice in the minor leagues. I mean practice actually with major league hitters. That game action. 
he'll develop. But he needs to go back down again. He needs to really, really work on the other pitches. He has to make his fastball be his dominant pitch, and he needs to feed off the fastball better. This means he needs to do control. You have to be control. It's not so much a velocity. It's the location of the pitch. He needs to develop that. He needs to develop that mindset. If not, then fucking release his ass. And I'm not saying release his ass this year or or next year. You wait a couple more years. You got to let him develop more. Because you can. There's people, I mean, Roy Holiday, who who served so many times. I mean, Hall of Famer, great. Got his career cut short. Excellent starter. Arguably one of the best pitchers for, what, four or five, maybe eight years, maybe? At one time. I mean, he, this dude was fantastic. He served, I mean, he went, he got sent down a lot of times to develop his game, his craft. Once he did, once he figured it out, the guy was fucking unhittable. And that was in the tough ALEs back then. He made the Yankees their bitch quite a few times. Guy's phenomenal. I mean, rest in peace, but I mean, you know what I mean? It's just, it's, I, I, I'm not going to give up on Brittle. You, you can't, or Brit, Brittle. I, I'm going to eventually learn his name better. Until then, I'm going to call him Brittle. Fuck it. So, yeah, I mean, I'm glad. I'm glad just Hicks is gone. And I'm glad the Ben is finally getting his opportunity as catcher. The marks on him from, you know, we traded uh, oh, oh, Snackchez, Gary Snackchez, and Urshela, who I'm sad that he's gone. I wish he was still on our team um, for um, this Ben guy and, um, and, um, uh, uh, uh Oh shit. Um he's injured right now. I'm trying to remember. <laughs> Golden Glove at one time. Uh, anyways, it's not important. Um, but we got somebody who's a lefty who can hit for power and average and is a solid defender. That's a win. The problem is with this Ben guy, he can't stay healthy. That's another knock on him, which is a big knock because you're only as good is is your availability. If you're great and you just don't play, how good are you? How great are you really, right? So, yeah. So, Friday show. NBA playoff updates. Hopefully, by that time, we'll have a clean sweep all the way around. But Even though I hope Celtics make a comeback. And I hope they take this to game seven. And, you know, we'll see. Yankee three-game recap against the O's. Starting tomorrow. Plus, I'll talk about who they face on Friday, which they do face somebody. I forgot who it is. I'm not focused on that yet because we still got the O's and they're a good team. Plus, my prediction, I'll go over that I predicted the Yankees 2-1 to one in this upcoming series. And, of course, whatever else I want to fucking talk about. So, until then, and as always, Salute Nation.